Hi, you're listening to Gateway to Dreams, and on this episode, we will be discussing what teeth mean in dreams with my co-host, Jennifer Stapleton. Have you ever had a dream that left you excited, confused, or even afraid? Do you wonder where dreams come from or what to do about them? Welcome to Gateway to Dreams, where we explore and simplify dreams God's way in three simple steps with author and international speaker, Teresa Ward. Teresa will not only help you interpret your own dreams, but she'll also show you how learning to interpret will help you recognize how God is speaking to you all the time. Get ready to be encouraged. Now, here's your host, Teresa Dreamweaver Ward. Hey, this is Teresa. Welcome to the show today. Welcome to Gateway to Dreams. Listen, if you haven't hit the subscribe button, please do so wherever you get your podcast from. So today I'm really excited because I have Jennifer Stapleton on the show again. She's going to be co-hosting with me and we're going to be discussing what teeth mean in your dreams. It never fails when people say, I don't remember my dreams. If I mention, you know, have you ever had a dream with your teeth falling out, everybody suddenly remembers a dream they had. So sit back, take some notes, and here's Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer, how are you? Hello, I'm good, I'm good. I'm so excited you're here, and uh, we've been talking about, you know, discussing very common dreams. Everybody has Mm -hmm. these kinds of dreams, so. Sure, yeah, I don't know. Every time you talk to somebody about dreams about their teeth falling out, everybody nods. Right, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Teeth falling out, or they kind of go, ooh, and they cringe a little. Right. Teeth falling out dreams. Yeah, it's one of the dreams I always mention when somebody says, I never remember my dreams. I'm always like, well, have you ever had one where you've lost your teeth? Oh my God, yes. Mm -hmm. Everybody's had, it seems like, has had that. It's a memory that really stays with you because you're always, it's so concerning in the dream, just that sense of worry. Yeah. And oh, I, my teeth. I've woken up going, oh, my God, was that a dream? Like, I've checked to see if my teeth were in my mouth. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've done the sa- I've done the same thing. Like, uh, my, my hands immediately go to my teeth. Okay, they're good. They're still, oh. they're still in there. They feel solid. Yeah. 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 So, I want to just talk about that for just a quick second. Um, just about, like, when you wake up from a dream and it feels so real, you know, um, <clears throat> one of the words for... Um, a dream or for vision, actually, sometimes what we do is we have a dream and sometimes in the dream we have a vision, but some dreams or visions are more impactful than others. And actually, I wish I would have had the word pulled up in front of me, but there is a word for vision that kind of means like tattoo, like permanent impression. It was meant to make an impression because it's, it's kind of like that important. It never leaves you. And, um, you know, so some dreams you wake up and you just kind of, oh, that was a dream. And other dreams you're like, was that real? Are my teeth in my mouth? You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, and they're slightly different. And in a future episode, we'll go over all the different words for dream and different words for vision in the Bible and uh, talk about why they're different. Um because they have different impacts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're not talking about impacted teeth here. But <laughs> no, it's a different kind of dream, I think. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. So we'll just um, jump right in. There's a million kinds of teeth dreams. So let's just talk about some that you've encountered and let's just kind of see where it goes. Yeah, yeah I, I was going to say my first, I mean, my first thought was my own teeth falling out dream. And I was, th- I was thinking about that since I knew that was going to be our topic today. And I haven't, I personally haven't had a whole lot of teeth falling out dreams, but I do, the ones that I have had, I remember very distinctly. And when I was in high school is when I remember first having a teeth falling out dream and um, just looking at myself in the mirror and my teeth just getting loose. And then just knowing that they were going to fall out and then waking up in a little bit of a panic. And for me, that was, I think, my senior year in high school. Wow. So, yeah, that that was my first experience. People are always concerned about their teeth falling out dreams. And there's a lot of different schools of thought about what it means. And I think everybody is right. I think it can mean a lot of different things. So let's just kind of discuss, because I was always taught one way. And then later on, I learned from somebody else, it could mean something different. And it made much more sense to me, um, their interpretation of falling out. But I think they can all be right, depending on the 
context mm-hmm. of your not only the dream but your life and what's going sure. on. And so let's just kind of talk about that. So what did you feel? Have you been able to interpret that dream since you know you've had all this training and stuff? Yeah, at the time I had absolutely no understanding and other just them feeling concerned. I think I maybe had that specific dream a couple times, maybe two or three times. But looking back in the context of my life, I think it was those dreams were happening in my senior year of high school when I was taking a lot of tests. I was I had like several advanced placement classes, you know, and there's also preparation for college. So I think there was just, for me, I think the interpretation was there was this underlying fear that I wasn't going to know enough or that I wasn't going to have enough knowledge in order to be able to kind of move forward. So for me, I think it it was a, a fear of not enough understanding, not having enough wisdom and knowledge in order to be able to make that transition from high school to college. Am I going to pass the test? Right. <laughs> well, know? that's a whole nother topic. We'll have to talk about. That is. But for me, <laughs> for me, it was not injury. a metaphorical, it was not a metaphorical test. It was actual tests that I was taking in my life. And so I think it was that, that anxiety of, yeah. do I know enough? Yeah. Um, Let's talk about why it would mean understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I, what I want to do with this Dreamcast and, you know, with all the classes that we do is not just teach people the what, but the why, because I think sure. if the why is actually more important. Um, if you understand why something is what it is, it will make more sense to you. And like in the Bible, when you're reading the Bible, you know, it's like you can memorize, but if you understand the why, it just hits your spirit and it's easier to understand you know, and God wants us to, um, you know, and Proverbs says to get to get wisdom, but in all you're getting, get understanding. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's one thing about just get, having somebody tell you, and it's another thing kind of understanding, you know, right. why, and then being yeah. able to use that concept again, for sure. Yeah, so in America, I mean, one of the reasons your teeth can mean understanding is we have this idiom, and, and we talked on previous podcasts about how in scripture there's over 8,200 figures of speech. And so God mm-hmm. really does use word plays and word sayings and, you know, um, idioms and things. And so um, we have a saying, you know, chewing on something um, mm-hmm. means to understand it. And so if you have a dream where teeth, you know, you can't chew or you're having trouble chewing or sometimes with your teeth because they are responsible for chewing, it might mean you are having a hard time grasping or understanding, you know, something, which is what I think you were saying about your interpretation of those mm-hmm. dreams. Is yeah, Not absolutely. having enough knowledge or understanding. And well, and of course, we have uh, wisdom teeth, right? you know, in the United right. States. I don't know how many other countries, those back molars that come in in your late teens and sometimes early 20s, we call them, quote, wisdom teeth. Right. With this, you know, idea that they come in, when you're older and wiser, so this there's this kind of like cultural underlying like wisdom teeth that molars are associated with being older and somehow being wiser, that, that saying. Yeah, and those are also the teeth that chew meat. I mean, you can't right. really chew meat without some of those big teeth, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And chewing on something. There's a saying we have in America that says, I'm chewing on it. You know, which right. means I'm meditating on it or I'm trying mm-hmm. to process it. And so you might have been having difficulty processing or, uh, you know, uh, all that was going on in your life at the time. Certainly. Yeah, it was a time of a lot of transition. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so um, one of the things that um, I learned later on from somebody else, because I was always taught, you know, most of the time, you know, teeth mean you know, understanding or you're having a hard time understanding or chewing on things. But I've, you know, there's, it just depends on which teeth and it really depends on what's going on in the dream. So if it's specific in the dream, it's important. If you don't know in the dream, it's not important. Like if it's not made, you know, an issue, then don't try to make it an issue. But like, you know, you have wisdom teeth, you have front teeth, you have top teeth, bottom teeth, Mm -hmm. you have incisors. You know, those are like the fang teeth. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, the vampire teeth. <laughs> the vampire teeth. Yes. Yeah. Some some more vampire than others. Right. Some people. Yeah. 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 We can get into that. Um, but so it really like if there are specific teeth that are being highlighted, it's important. You know, if there's not, it's it's not important which teeth. It's just teeth in general. 
Because you always keep it in context. But, like, you know, I was always taught incisors, you know, um, are those fang teeth or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, John Paul Jackson used to teach us that incisors could represent decisiveness or incise, you know, insight or Mm -hmm. uh, the ability or inability to be decisive. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And, you know, for other people, they're like the fang teeth, the vampire teeth. So if they're being highlighted in a negative context and, you know, reminding everybody that's listening, context is always the key. And, right. um, you know, it, are there people in your life that are sucking the life out of you? You know, <laughs> are they vampires? I know right. n- none of us have had that experience. No, I've never met anyone who does never, that. Never, never. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I, it's just what you were saying about context is everything. I think we're always reminding people that any element in a dream can be positive or negative. Exactly. There are almost no elements that are either always negative or always positive. Like every element can mean something good and something bad, regardless of what you might feel or whatever the context is in real life. Like sometimes things that seem really bad feel great in a dream and that might change the whole interpretation of the dream. I think the same thing for vampire teeth. You might see somebody's vampire teeth and feel really great about it, or you might have vampire teeth in a dream and then wake up and be concerned about that. But in the dream, there might be something that was really good. Yeah. And so that, that doesn't, Right. That we would interpret it based on the context of the dream. I would only say that there's two caveats to that. And I just want to be really cautious, which I totally agree with you. I mean, I used to think, you know, all snakes and dreams were bad. But, you know, if you look at scripture, right, the staff Mm -hmm. that was held up had a snake on top. And it actually Mm -hmm. metaphorically represents Jesus bringing healing and everybody that would look to him would be healed. And so that's a good case. And I also heard somebody say that, you know, they had this dream with snakes for 30 days in a row. And then in the 30th day, they were praying and interceding and, you know, asking God, you know, what's what's going on with all these snakes? And they had a king snake show mm. up and eat all the bad snakes. <laughs> well, cool. king snakes are good. They eat all the poisonous right. snakes. So that could be Jesus, you know, eating all the bad lies. Because most of the time sure. snakes, you know, represent lies or deception or wrong belief systems or whatever. Um, but a couple caveats I would just want to clarify to people that there's always a good and bad. There are some exceptions to that rule, and that is, mm-hmm. you know, God is always good. Satan's always evil. Um, and there are some symbols. I just want to be careful to encourage people. Like, if God says it's bad, it will always be bad. It will it will never be able to be a good context. And so you have to be careful mm-hmm. that you're not— <clears throat> Sometimes our dreams is us processing and it's our opinion or our thoughts. And we could be saying like, oh, there's good witches, you know. Well, scripture says there's, you know, witchcraft is an abomination and God hates it. And so a witch, even if it feels good in a dream, will never be good because God says it's never good. And so you just want to be careful about a few exceptions. Right. Yeah, and and th- those are rare, but I just want to make sure that everybody knows, you know, you know, because I I've had this conversation with some witches, you know, I've I've encountered, you know, you and I have both done outreaches, and we mm-hmm. <clears throat> have yeah. encountered Wiccans and different uh, people who will think that they're really doing a good work, and you know, you we can't change what God says about a thing. And so, no. yeah, like witches are a great example. Right. For some reason, necromancy comes right. to mind, like raising the dead. Yeah, <laughs> talking a, to the dead. Yeah, there's a, there's no context in which yeah. that is going to be a bad thing. I was more thinking of Good like symbols or things that right. seem really embarrassing right. or a definite no go in the real world, but they happen in a dream, and somehow you feel good about them. But yeah, yeah no, like absolutely. nakedness. Nakedness is a really good example mm-hmm. of that. You can have a dream and feel totally normal while you're naked in the dream and wake up freaked out going, oh, my God, this must be bad. I'm naked. Right. You know, and mm-hmm. you were born naked. God created you naked. <laughs> like, And I've, I've, I've explained that on a previous podcast. Sometimes nakedness right. means it's excellent. It means no guile, no hidden motives. You know, you're vulnerable. You're mm-hmm. not hiding anything. You know, it can mean other things, too, but that's just a quick example. Sure. Well, cir- circling about. back to teeth, right? Where, um, yeah. So, so I was we were talking telling about. you about mm-hmm. um, 
how somebody else had taught me that it could mean other things. And so mm-hmm. um, she had said that um, that teeth can mean relationships. And I was like, why? And she said, because they're, God showed her that they're in relation to one another. Okay. Right? They're right next to each other. And so what I did was I started watching my dreams. And I would have a lot of dreams, like especially your two front teeth. And so your front teeth represent, for me personally, now this can vary from person to person, but my front teeth usually represent uh, primary relationships in your life, like your relationship with your husband or your parents or your children, okay. you know, something that's up front, very, they're the prominent relationships. Your two mm-hmm. upper front teeth are your prominent relationships sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so I started watching that and it it was so true to my marriage at the time. Like I'm divorced now, but at the time I was having a lot of dreams where, you know, it had to do with my front teeth and, and it would always line up with what was going on with my relationship with my ex-husband. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and even like, so a lot of people, one of the most common dreams is your teeth falling out, right? Mm-hmm. And so for me personally, and, and I'd love for you to chime in, but um, it means having a falling out with someone, like mm-hmm. your best friend or your friends or people at church or work or your spouse or, you know, whatever. And almost always it that's what it's meant for me. If my teeth are falling out or crumbling, it means things are falling apart in the relationship or I've, you know, we've had a falling out and I'm having a hard time. Like you said, understanding I'm having mm-hmm. trouble discerning or understanding why or, you know, um, yeah, that's that's really interesting. I, you know, I can only think of um, teeth showing up in my dream and the one time where they were falling out. I just, I'm not, it's not something that shows up a whole lot in my dream, but it absolutely makes sense to me when you're saying it. And I can see like in the context of the dream, like are the teeth actually falling out in right. the dream? Right. We kind of make that, or are the teeth actually loose? You know, and then that would kind of tell you, well, if they've fallen out, then that would make sense. Some you've actually had a falling out, and if they're loose, that might be more of a warning, right? Exactly. Or kind of a like heads up, right. like hey, something might be loose here. Maybe there's right something that's loose that shouldn't be. It should be tight. And right. Instead, it's loose and it's dangerous yeah. because you know once you lose your permanent teeth, you know you can't really get them back. And, um, you know, I, um, and, and sometimes you're missing your teeth, right? So I've even had dreams where like, I'm missing someone like my grandma or something. Yeah. It's a relationship that has gone forever and I'm Mm -hmm. really missing her, you know? And so, um, sometimes, you know, that's like, you know, Jesus always spoke in parables and, and, and it's like saying, this is like that, you know, how you miss your teeth. And they're per- once they're permanently gone, they're gone forever. You know, it could be like somebody that's you're missing that's gone forever. That's good. I really like that. Um, I think what I find when interpreting my own dreams in a situation like that, I try and connect the feeling that I have in the dream with a feeling that I'm having in real life that's at the excellent. same time. That's excellent. You know, like if you're mm-hmm. if you're missing your grandma in real life, right? Oh, you know, and that's a feeling. A lot of times when you have a dream, like you mentioned that you're missing your tooth, I find that I'll feel in the dream the same way I had felt that day, and that'll help me make that connection and I know you've helped me make that before, like when you've had a dream where you know, oh, I don't know, maybe you're feeling busy or overwhelmed and you have a dream where you feel busy and overwhelmed. And sometimes I just need you to say like, what in your life makes you feel busy right now? Or what in your life makes you feel overwhelmed? And then all of a sudden there's like, oh yeah, I I, I was feeling overwhelmed yesterday about this situation. <laughs> yeah. Now it seems, now it seems so straightforward obvious, and a lot yeah. of dreams seem so obvious once you connect the feeling. And I feel like that's I don't know if, if you could say like a secret to dream interpretation. Um, well, you it's know, just having people connect those feelings. And, yeah. And you know how I teach with TEA, you know, the acronym, mm-hmm. like having a cup of tea. And mm-hmm. E is emotions. And that's for emotions and actions and dreams, which is the A in TEA, um, titles, emotions, actions. But the emotions 
I tell people are usually the primary anchor to reality. Like there's yes. usually something in your dream that will anchor it to reality unless it's a prophetic dream that hasn't happened yet. And then it won't make sense because you don't feel that way. It hasn't happened yet. You know, um, but emotions, like you said, it's usually, I always say, you know, give me your top three emotions in the dream. And are you feeling that way anywhere in real life? And the mm-hmm. answer is almost always yes. Yeah. And sometimes it takes people a while to admit that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not the only one that's discovered that. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think we've had conversations in the past where you've said, I don't think this dream is about this, but let me tell you. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then we circle back around and right. I'm like, um, yeah, but you said that's how you were feeling about the other situation, right. you know, right. and then X, Y, Z. And then sure enough, well, yeah. Um, I think because we almost want it always to be about something else than what we're currently struggling with. Yeah. I don't know if there's something just kind of in our human hearts Yeah, that it seems maybe we just want it to be um, maybe more mysterious or, or somehow, um, I don't know. It's interesting how we just, we always want to distance ourselves right. in some way, <laughs> our, our, re, our personal lives right. from... From the dream reality. I don't know quite why that is. Isn't it like Revelations, like 50-50 that says, suck it up, buttercup? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No. It's probably in the Bible somewhere. Um, Yeah. That's Teresa's uh, interpretation of the Bible. But um, yeah, no. Yeah. We're we're not ready. You know? Yeah. And we always, we almost always want to make something more complicated. And I think teeth dreams are a perfect example of that. Teeth dreams are almost always pretty straightforward. Yeah. You connect the emotion that you're feeling, that anxiety or that fear about your teeth. You connect it with something that's going on in your world, in your real life. Yeah. And then you're 90% of the way there. Once you start thinking about that, then, then all sites come together. And I think I like teeth dreams for that reason. Because I, you know, when people tell me about teeth dreams, they, the interpretation is almost is, always is pretty close. straightforward. Yeah. yeah, and those dreams are usually fairly short. I don't know about for you. <laughs> I but love for me, short dreams. <laughs> <laughs> teeth, teeth dreams seem to be pretty short, sweet, right? And um, and to the point. And this is not a teeth dream, but I was reminded of a dream um, for a lady. She was looking in the mirror, and her haircut was different than the one she currently had. And so she kept like looking at herself. She'd like turn away from the mirror and then turn back. Like my haircut is different. Um, and for some reason that just reminded me of the, of the teeth dream. But for her, the hair, cause it's a visible, I guess it's a visible issue and it's also a face issue. But for her, um, she was making a transition in her life. Mm-hmm. And so then she was kind of, do I do it? Do I not do it? You know? And so it's like, she was looking in herself in the mirror Um I am going to be this other person. I'm not that person yet, but I'm going to make this transition. I'm going to, I'm going to do the thing. And, um, it was just, it was really interesting to me because, and hair has so much to do with identity. And for her, it was a job change, right. which was a big identity issue for her. Right. It's um, also your thought life. I mean, because hairs grow from your head. It's things that come from your head, your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It can also be the glory of God. I mean, cause the Bible talks about your hair can be your glory. Mm-hmm. Mirrors are a reflection, so it's usually about whoever's looking in the mirror, and it's a reflection of what they're going right. through. In this case, yes, she was looking at herself, and right. so who she was seeing herself as was right. changing, and she was like, oh, that's me with a yeah. different haircut. And so, um, since we're talking about mirrors, just to, because <laughs> we'll cover stuff in every episode just as it comes up, but like mirror, also the Word of God says, you know, that the Word of God can be like a mirror showing you who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, if you'll allow it to. So um, I'll try to pull up that scripture, you know, and post it in the show notes. But um, but yeah, so back to teeth, though. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of the interesting things, I just, this is, I'm just being reminded of this. You know, I was talking about two front teeth. <clears throat> you know, sometimes um, things will happen in the natural that will have already happened in your dream as well. And Mm -hmm. usually that's like a sign. God's just like confirming a thing or, you know, showing you something and you'll see patterns and you'll see repetition and, 
and things. So you kind of want to pay attention to things that, you know, wow, kind of like a deja vu kind of thing. Like I just had that in my dream or um, because I used to, I mean, this is a great example. I would have dreams about, um, you know, my tooth front teeth falling out. Right. And so (laughs) if that meant like my marriage, I would have those dreams towards the end of my marriage. Right. So I'm divorced Mm -hmm. now. But what was very interesting to me, this is the thing that's just so crazy to me about how God will confirm a thing in the natural, you know? Um, So my ex-husband, when he was little, he had like a a bicycle accident or something and had to have this thing put over one of his front teeth, right? And so about the time of our divorce, right before our divorce— uh, a couple crazy things happened. And one was that tooth started going dead. And, oh, wow. you know, he had had like a cap on it or something, you know, like a, uh, what do they call it? Like a veneer or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like a veneer. I mean, cap. like yeah. his real tooth was still there, but it was covered, you know, from the childhood accident. Well, mm-hmm. when we started going through all of our troubles at the end, that tooth died. <laughs> wow. And he had to literally have it pulled. Mm. And when it came out, and he had to have a fake one put in. <laughs> you know, I was thinking to myself, I'm not kidding you. I didn't know my marriage was at the end at the time. And I was thinking to myself, what if this means my marriage is over? <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. And because it was permanently pulled. Permanently. Yeah. And so I was thinking, what if this were a dream? Like, what would that mean? And it just, I, you know... There have been people that have said coincidence doesn't, the word coincidence doesn't exist in the Hebrew language. And I just always take note of that kind of stuff. I don't like put a ton of weight in it unless God, you know, pulls my attention to it or confirms it in a certain way. I don't want to look for, you know, negative stuff everywhere or whatever. But it was interesting to me that at the same time, his tooth literally had to be pulled permanently. My marriage was falling Mm -hmm. apart and would permanently be over. Well, I thought to myself, is my marriage over? And then here's the other crazy thing, just since we're on that topic. At the same time, like a week or two later, I lost my diamond in my wedding ring, like the main mm-hmm. diamond, and I couldn't find it. And I thought, it's permanently lost. Am I losing my marriage? <laughs> and I did. I mean, so, you know, I don't want to put too much into that, but I just think it's kind of crazy if you'll pay attention. Um to the natural as well as the, you know, because I teach people all the time, if you can learn how to interpret, you can hear God all the time in everything. Like he speaks, Romans one twenty says, all of creation speaks of me and they will stand before me without an excuse and not be able to say they couldn't hear me, you know, because everything that is made was made to explain the invisible and that the invisible realm is more real than the visible. Right. Yeah. And so you kind of have to pay attention to that kind of stuff. You know, um, and we were talking about vampire teeth earlier. Something else that came to my mind was they're also called eye teeth, mm-hmm. you know, and eyes represent sometimes the prophetic, which means the prophetic, for those of you who don't know, means kind of like being able, God's showing you something that hasn't happened yet, you know, seeing into the invisible realm or seeing into mm-hmm. the future. The world calls it psychics. God calls them prophets. Yeah. So do you have anything to say about that? Go ahead. No, it sounds good to me. I was um, I was on more of a rabbit trail for some reason. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like me too. <laughs> paying, paying attention to like the the details in your life that God could be speaking through, and just immediately what pops in my mind is like, who hasn't hit all the green lights on the way to work and thought, right? God is on my side I today, <laughs> and I am winning at life. I cannot be stopped, you right. know. And I was just like right. something. Something simple like that, like hitting all the green lights um, on the way to work. Nobody forgets about that. You know, like that makes your whole day. And that's a simple thing that happens in the natural. But when it does happen to you, there's this feeling of like you're connecting with something greater than yourself, that God is on your side and there's a sense of favor. And I just want to say like some days that is very real. Some days when I hit all the green lights on the way to work, like there is this sense that like there is favor on today. And I know that's a really like simple thing, but when it's happened to you, you do, right. there's that feeling that it's just something more 
than than the green lights, and it feels like something more than um, probabilities. Well, you know, I think people feel the same thing about like the time on the clock. I mean, I see eleven eleven all the time, um, and I have I have for years. Um, yeah, you just gonna learn. You learn if you're an interpreter. I mean, I would just have to say I feel like interpreters do a pretty good job of recognizing patterns maybe more than other people because that's kind of what we've trained ourselves well you know and patterns are all through scripture all Mm -hmm. through scripture every single book is a there are so many types and shadows and patterns patterns of numbers and colors and you know just metaphorical speech and language and would i to to add to your point that you know that time when you get the green lights and you think oh god's shining on me that's what I want to encourage people is he really does speak this way. He yeah. really does say, I'm talking to you all the time. I love you. Mm-hmm. And I'm ridiculously in love with you. There's nothing I won't do to talk to you. And if you'll just pay attention, you'll start seeing and hearing me all the time. And mm-hmm. if you can learn to interpret, you can learn to hear him all the time and everything. And we all have ways that we we quote unquote like to hear him. Like I am... I'm a nature person. So for me, like I'm always looking and interpreting through nature, the birds that are at my bird feeder, you know, what's going on with my plants outside. Absolutely. Um, you know, because that's something I love and enjoy. And so I find that I find like little treats from God when I see like a new bird at my bird feeder that I've never seen before. Or all of a sudden there's a ton of birds, you know, or I see like several hummingbirds in the yard out of my hummingbird feeder. There's just a sense like God's honoring and meeting me in the things that I enjoy. And, and I just, I feel blessed and, but I know other people, they're not bird people. So, I mean, God's probably not speaking to them through through birds. To that point, what I want to say is like in scripture, if God spoke specifically a specific way through birds, he could be speaking to them and they just don't want to hear it or they haven't paid attention. Because, you know, in scripture, birds are very prominent and very, you know, I remember too, like I used to have um, at my last church uh, when I lived in Charleston, my pastor, she, you know, headed up the women's ministry and everything. And she would tell me about incredible, incredible experiences she had where God showed her like this bird um she had a nest like near her porch or something and she watched the mother bird give birth to all these and she watched the babies hatch and he was just like speaking to her because she was a a um you know a pastor over the women and coaching mm-hmm. other women and how to protect the birds and you know the other women and how to birth them and how to raise them up and how to mm-hmm. get them to fly out of the nest and you know so if you will just be willing you know, for God to speak to you that way. And you know, when Jesus taught, it says when he spoke to the unbeliever, he never, I mean, he always spoke in parables, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, stories and types and stuff so that they could wrap their mind around it and they would have to search for the truth, right? So it says he did it to hide a truth. And so some things aren't obvious because he wants you to want the truth. He wants you to search mm-hmm. for it and he will reveal things if you go look for it. I feel like it's like a spiritual scavenger hunt, you know, like he's always right. hiding something really cool for you. If you'll go look for it, you'll find it, you know? Yeah. Some days more than others, but yeah, <laughs> I, know, I think right? <laughs> <laughs> some days it's much harder to find him. And then other days it seems much easier, but I, Going back, I absolutely agree. I just mentioned the birds in the sense that like, it's something that I enjoy. And I find God most often speaks to us through the things that we love. And I agree with you. Absolutely. He can speak through anything that's going on in your life. But, you know, if you're a lover of numbers and equations, um, you know, God's probably speaking to you through numbers and equations a lot more right. than you realize, you know, or if... um I don't know if you're an avid, voracious reader, you know, God might be highlighting certain books or things that you're reading. You know, if you're a cook, you know, and a recipe stands out to you as being important or something that you need to cook that day, you know, God involves himself in, in our love languages too, and the things that, things that we love. And I think sometimes people miss that, that the things that you love, God loves too. And he uses those to, 
he wants to have relationship with you through the things that you love. And I'm so glad you brought that up because here's a really common thing I get with dream interpretation. You know, like I would um, even like talk to my mom and, and other people and they would say, I dream about work all the time because I'm always working. You know, I know, or I dream about this movie because that's what I was watching when I fell asleep. And what I want to encourage you is that, no, the reason you dreamt about that is because God is kind of like saying, because you know this, I'm going to use this as a parable Mm -hmm. to teach you about something else. I'm going to show you something that you know to explain something that you don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does with symbols and types and things. And it's like, I used to tell my mom, you understand work. He knows what you think about it. He knows what you've experienced. So he uses work to teach you other things. Because mm-hmm. she would have dreams about work after she was retired, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, it's right. not about work, mom. <laughs> you know, like you're not working anymore. He's trying to say, you know how you felt about this thing at work? It's the same place here in your life, you know. Right. Right. And so yeah. he will use what you know to explain what you don't know. Absolutely. And sometimes he has to get at us indirectly right. to realize to realize the things that we don't really want to see. And I think dreams are great for that. They they kind of bring attention to the things that we're maybe having trouble dealing with directly. Right. And so he brings attention to them in in, in, in our dreams. Either he speaks clearly or you have a processing dream where you're working out what's going on on the inside and dreams really help highlight that. And they, they do it in such a weird, weird way, but somehow they help us come to resolution with what we're working through. Right. So let's get back to teeth dreams because there's a lot of other um, situations uh, with teeth, like braces, you know, like, so braces, Mm -hmm. if you've ever had a dream with braces, braces, their function is to straighten things out, right? So, or to bring things into alignment. So that's what it means in dreams. It means God is trying to, or that you need to straighten something out or Mm -hmm. get something into proper alignment, maybe a relationship because teeth can sometimes mean relationship. Maybe it's wisdom. Maybe it's, you know, your seer gifting because it's the eye teeth or whatever, but he's trying to align things or uh, proper alignment, let me say, um, or straighten things out. And, you know, sometimes I want you to kind of learn to think through everything about the situation in a dream, because you have to, if you think about braces, and I never had braces, but I had a lot of friends that did, and it was very painful for them at times, right? When they would tighten Mm -hmm. the braces. I had braces. And so you have to think about it. It's like, so sometimes God might be trying to straighten out a relationship, right? If teeth represent relationship in one instance, and God's trying to make them come into proper alignment or straighten them out, sometimes it can be painful, like he has yeah. to really That's tighten things. That's yeah. sneezing. I don't know if you can hear that. He's decided he's having a little bit of allergies this week. Oh my goodness. He, he, he's sneezing. I have to let them in the room where we're recording. Yeah. Because if I shut the door, they would they actually scratch. be. Yeah. Yeah. They would yeah. be more obnoxious. No, they wouldn't scratch. They would just cry. People would think I Aww. would be abusing my animals. Yeah, it would so. sound like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I know. They've been sitting in here so quietly. Anyway, he had just a little allergy attack. What's his name? Um, this is Orion. Orion, um, I love yeah. it. He's just he's laying down right at my feet, being very Aww. well behaved. But he gets those sneezy attacks in the middle of the night too. It's he's always like one like, of the seven dwarves. Oh sneezy. my gosh! Yeah, it's hilarious. Anyway, cats with allergies—something you never, <laughs> never knew. Um, we'll so talk braces. about that in a dream next time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I do have a lot of cats in dreams because yeah. I'm a cat lover. But um, cat so lover, yeah. yeah. Um, dream, braces, straightening things out for Bringing sure. Things into alignment. Sometimes it can mm-hmm. be painful. You know, silver, if your braces are silver in the dream, if silver stands out, never force like, you know, a detail that isn't there. But if it stands out, like, wow, those are really shiny silver, you know, um, it could mean like silver, what, what silver means. And silver can sometimes mean redemption. So maybe he's trying to redeem a situation or, you know, understanding or a relationship or something, you know, or um, bring understanding. Silver can also represent understanding, you know, so mm-hmm. it could just be that, you know, and, and so like if you go on from braces, you can think retainer. I've had a dream with a re- partial retainer and I've never had braces, right? So, but um, I, this is what's funny is, so, you know, in scripture, there's over 8,200 figures of speech, 
So God does speak that way. And I had a dream one time with a partial retainer, and I had been praying about justice because somebody had sued me, and I hadn't done anything wrong. And um, the Lord was showing me in this dream I would get a partial part part of my retainer from my attorney back. <laughs> oh, and wow. Like a partial retainer, right? So you have to also think about in dreams where else that word could be used or what else does it make you think of? Because sometimes it's mm-hmm. a hidden gem, you know? Yeah. And so I did. I mean, like a couple of weeks after that dream, I got like a love offering from speaking somewhere and it was equal to almost my entire retainer for my journey. Yeah. So God is awesome. You know, Um, I'm trying to think about what, what other teeth things. So false teeth. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about false teeth. I mean, the word false sounds pretty obvious, but it could be understanding that's false. Like you think you understand something, but God might be showing you, you really don't. Or it could be a relationship that seems real, but maybe they have ulterior motives or they're false. You know, their motives are false. Or Mm -hmm. do you have any experience with false teeth in dreams? You know, I don't have any experience with false teeth in in dreams. Um, You know, it's funny, I I work with older people. So what springs to mind is like so many of them wear dentures. Right. right. And for them, for them in that context, I mean, dentures would be a great thing. It would be. Because you've lost your original teeth, and so you've got no replacement. So God will replace what has been lost, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm just thinking, I'm I'm interpreting. If anybody out there has had a dream with dentures where they were something good, God's replacing um, that which was lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you thought it was yeah. forever gone and God can do a new thing. But also what's interesting to me uh, that I want to point out about, you know, things I've learned about, you know, interpreting tens of thousands of dreams is pay attention to the word you use. Like, do you use false teeth or do you use the word dentures? Right. Right. It means different things. There are so many times I've gone to write down a dream and I was thinking one word, but I wrote down a different word. Yeah. And that's an aha moment. That's a Holy Spirit moment. And he is trying to get your attention and say, pay attention to this. This is something I'm trying to bring to your attention. You know, it's like, why did I use that word? I usually don't use that word, you know, or, you know, for instance, dentures versus false teeth. Right. Gosh, and we've said that more times than I can count where we've been telling each other dreams and you're like, yeah, it just said that word. That was really weird when I told you about that dream. And that's not even a word that I right. have ever used in conversation before, but somehow it came out in the dream. Uh, yeah, which is, I think, part of the reason why we always, 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 always tell people to write down their dreams. Right. Because it, force, <laughs> it forces them to choose a word right. and it forces them to remember the story. And a lot of times when you, you know this, and I know this, if you don't write it down or really work on it, right after you have it, then you've lost um, a lot. We just forget if we don't write it down. We just forget. It's so important. A couple things just to say on that point is, you know, you have to honor what God gives you. And if you are faithful with little, he will give you more. Mm -hmm. And if you don't honor your dreams enough to write them down, you probably won't remember very many. And what I have also discovered, and in future episodes, we'll talk about the science behind dreaming, you know, not just the biblical Mm -hmm. aspect, but there is a lot of cool science behind it. And one of the things, you know, that's a fact is that your brain is wired like a network. And you will sit and think, I can't remember my dream, and you'll remember one thing. And if you will be faithful to write that one thing down, something else will come to your mind. And then another thing, and then another thing. And you will pull the whole thing back. And Mm -hmm. it's because your brain, scientifically, to oversimplify tonight, um, (laughs) is like a network of thoughts that are all attached and so yeah. if you are you can pull one thought, it will pull another one and another one and another one. And so, you know, you know, science always backs up what God says. They're not in conflict with one another. They always agree. Usually if you have full understanding or, you know, um, they usually back one another up. But um, just so, you know, it's important to write your dreams down. Sure. Well, and what, you know, what you really value, you make time for. Right. Um, and so if you really value your that dream, 
you're going to make time for it. You know, if you actually honor that and if you it's important to you, you're going to write it down. You're going to make an effort. Um, so if you, you want to hear what God's saying in your dreams, you're going to make a little time for that. You're going to make space for that. And that's just, I yeah. don't know, like a law of the universe, you know, <laughs> like it, it, <laughs> you just have to make room for it. Like if you, you know, if you want to hear about it, you got to make room for it. You right. can't just expect like spontaneously everything's yeah. <laughs> going to come to you. Although, I mean, God does a lot of spontaneous things. That's he not does. To say that. never but happened. you have to be faithful with those too, you know? Yeah. You have to be yeah. faithful with what you're getting. So if you want to dream more, write down the few dreams that you're having, you yeah. know, per- pursue that. Exactly. And you know, what you focus on, you make room for. That's what my mentor and, you know, John Paul Jackson used to say all the time. He used to say whatever he said, what you focus on, you make room for and what you fear, you empower. And so yeah. if you will focus on your dreams, you will make more room for it. You will have more dreams. And <laughs> it's just, it's a spiritual law. He says, I think it's in Matthew. I could be wrong around chapter seven. I could be wrong. I'll follow up with that. But um, he says, you know, if you're faithful with little, you'll be given much. And if you're not faithful with what he's already given you, even what you seem to have, it says in Luke, will be taken away. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, I'm going to give it to somebody else. If you're not going to steward what I give you, you know, you won't get anymore. Like, why would I keep wasting you know, this on somebody who doesn't want it. And I've heard so many people say, well, I'm tired, you know, (laughs) you know, (laughs) listen, I dream all night, every night. I've documented over 50,000 of my own dreams in the, since the time of this recording. And it's like, yeah, you're tired. (laughs) I mean, mean, but here's what I tell people all the time. It's like, if you go to bed with expectation and maybe God is speaking to you, Like, we know that not all dreams are from God. In fact, very few are, but some are, right? So Mm -hmm. if he is speaking, don't you want to know what he has to say? The God of the universe, if he's talking to you, don't you want to, like, write that down and know what he says? You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's like you have to kind of have expectation and a little bit of the fear of the Lord to say, you know, this is God. You know, this could be God. And I don't want to, like, blow this off. You know, I want to honor him. And so if you honor it, it's like a, there's a, a a spiritual principle of honoring, you know, and whatever you Mm -hmm. honor, you make more room for, you know, and you're entrusted with more. And so, you know. Yep. Yeah. So we didn't even get into bathroom dreams tonight, but we're already like at almost an hour. I don't know how long have we been going. No, yeah, I think I think this is a good stopping place. Yeah. We talked, yeah, we talked a lot about a lot of stuff, and we yeah. also talked about teen dreams. So, yeah, and at the beginning of the uh, Dreamcast, I said we would talk about bathroom dreams. So, since we didn't get that t- to that tonight, <laughs> the next time Jennifer and I talk, uh, we will discuss bathroom dreams. So, you know, a lot of yeah. almost everybody's had bathroom dreams in public and in private, and. Doing all it's kinds of things subject. and showers Bathroom and tubs dreams. and sinks. And it's a wild subject. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's not what you think it is. So you guys have to stay no, tuned. It's not what you think yeah. it is. So um, listen, I've got a dream dictionary app, uh, Dreamscapes Dream Dictionary. It's for both Apple and Android. I think right now we're updating the Android. So if it's not working at the time of this recording, it will be in a week or so. Um, but um you know, we're updating that all the time. It it doesn't, you know, there's hundreds of thousands of symbols we still need to put in there. However, you know, we're updating it daily or whatever. But you can get that for like a buck ninety nine or whatever. And mm-hmm. if you have a hard time to uh, brainstorming or learning how to think metaphorically, you know, um, I've had so many people say, look, I just kind of scroll through there because there's a lot of ways you can look at symbols. You can look them up independently or you can look at them up by topic or by category and just kind of scroll through them and it will start to help you think you know symbolically and it'll bring things to your remembrance and I try to put scripture with stuff whenever I can when I've researched it in the Bible and you can kind of get God's perspective on things so if you if that would be helpful to you just go to your either Apple store or Google Play and like I said I think it's a dollar 99 it might change now or in the future or whatever but just look it up and um, uh, is there anything else you want to say tonight Jen 
Jennifer? No, it's Sorry. a great little app. I keep it on my phone. Yeah. Um, and it is nice. So I, much more I forget in like my interpretations of a lot of numbers and things. Right. And Colors, I just find numbers. it helpful. I'll just like look up. And sometimes I'll have like my go-to interpretations for some things. And you've got a lot of alternative interpretations, which I think are, can be really helpful just to kind of get out of the box and get yeah. me thinking. One of the things that takes us so long to uh, update the app is when I interpret a symbol, like I want to exhaust it as much as I can, like positive, negative. I want to find all the scriptures for mm-hmm. it. I want to find all the colloquial sayings for it or the idioms. I look in the dictionary, the Google, you know, like it takes a while to research one symbol. And so, yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot yeah. for sure. And I definitely appreciate that because you know, I'm looking for the overview. So sometimes when I need some details. Yeah. And we also have an option in there. If you have a general question or if you want to submit a symbol for interpretation, you can do that right inside the app. So that's in there as well. So Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on tonight. I appreciate your input. You are my, one of my go-to people when I have. Oh, thanks. This has been (laughs) fun. Yes. And so can't wait to talk about bathroom dreams. So write your dreams down, people. Write them down and we will talk to you very soon. Until next time, keep calm and dream on. Hey, if you want to stick around and hear some comedic outtakes from Jennifer making fun of me, stay tuned after the music. If you'd like to ask a question, share a testimony, or have Teresa interpret your dream on an upcoming show, go to gatewaytodreams.com and leave us a voicemail using the record button we provided. Thank you for listening to this episode of Gateway to Dreams. Until next time, may God bless you above and beyond. The information shared on this podcast is a sole opinion of above and beyond and is not to be used as medical advice. If you need professional help, consult with a professional therapist or a physician. Yeah, I don't think we talked as much about teeth dreams, but I think it went okay. I think it flowed well. Right. No, and some things we forgot to talk about, maybe we can cover in the next one, like fillings and caps and... You know, um, I was just sitting here thinking, there are so many more things I've had with teeth. I think, um, well, yeah, I know you want to go into all those details. And I'm like, I want to go on and just talk I know, about right? other topics. <laughs> I'm like, Teresa, if you bring up teeth again, I will bring a book to read yeah, to the next podcast. Yeah. Like, well, we probably- because we're covering that topic, if people are listening and we haven't covered their issue with teeth, I'm just like trying to. I know, but we can't ever be exhaustive. Um, this is the kind of conversation we should probably record for the podcast as well. Right. <laughs> I know, um, right? This, would, this would have been awesome for right. them to listen to. Well, like- listen, I can include this uh, uh, for the outtakes. <laughs> Hi guys, these are the outtakes. Um, where I say, like, if you talk about teeth one more time, <laughs> know, right? I'm going to be start reading my library. And I'm book. going, um, what if? It, okay, so like, like so I know I can, hear, I can hear your thoughts through the one of the things the microphone that um happened to one of my girlfriends was she almost died of a mercury filling and she had a dream and it was oh like literally telling her a literal thing that was wrong and God was like showing her a solution to why she was almost dying. So I'm just you're saying, gonna, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have to restrain yourself. You're just gonna have to pick some specifics that you I think are the know, coolest. I know. Just I know. so we can continue I know. Um, to function. Because I, I probably could have spent like five minutes talking about every major dream type and been like so happy. <laughs>